Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Kirsty and Briny's comfort zone. I'm Kirsty, and I am Briny, and we listen to dreams and try and work out what the heck is going on. What the heck? But today, Kirsty, I need you to roll me a perception check. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me a moment. All right. I only got a nine, but I have a, a plus nine. eleven to uh, to perception, so. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So you are well aware that today, lurking in the dark shadows of the podcast, we have two guests. Oh two my very god! Special I guests. spotted them a mile away. <laughs> We're kind of hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan and Nigel from Cast Party. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, who goes first? <laughs> it's uh, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Go alphabetical. <laughs> oh, okay. Nigel, right. roll okay. initiative. <laughs> I have dice uh, here. I can, Nigel, if you want. I, I was not prepared for this. So don't, oh, I not, did get a net 20. I'm not even yes. joking. Fine. Right, okay, Ryan, there we go. go. First. first up, let's go. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan McManus. Uh, I play Sebastian in the Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Cast Party. I'm also the producer and editor, so... You'll see me doing all the fancy music and stuff. And we also oh, have yeah. joining us Nigel. Hello, I'm Nigel Deacon. I am uh, also on Cast Party. My I play Xander in the main story and Pond in the side story, which I'm super proud of. I love Pond. He's my favorite little froggy part. <laughs> um, and I don't do anything else that Ryan does, so I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> That's not true. You do writing all the time for us. Uh, okay, all right. Sure. It's been a while, though. Hell yeah. So, first things first, one of the questions I really want to ask you both, have dreams ever sort of helped you with campaigns, either writing or character decisions? Have they ever, have you ever dreamt in character? Like, how have they, have they influenced you at all? Uh, I'll start. Um, cause I can just do like a blanket yes to everything that you just said. Um, just not specifically with Xander, I don't think, or at least like our, our main campaign stuff. I don't know if I've made any decisions from dreams there, but throughout my writing career, cause I, I, uh, I have at least a book of short stories and I, I went to school for writing specifically. Um, many of those stories have been influenced by dreams because like, maybe 50% of my dreams feel like genuine adventures that make me wake up exhausted. Um, yeah. So oh, all of so that, cool. it just, it leads me to doing like, having these grand adventures that uh, I put right into my writing right afterwards. They help me figure out characters. It helps me figure out like a plot point. Because um, I mean, you know, with dreams, they're kind of all over the place. You can't really pinpoint yeah. a direct <laughs> story, but I can get a pretty like, neat idea at the very least from it 
Nice. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I I don't know if I've had specifically D&D related dreams, weirdly Mm -hmm. enough, with how much it encompasses my life. Um, But I have utilized a lot of the crazy dreams that I have had, one of which I I have written down to share later. Uh, One of the I don't want to say darkest dreams because dark darkest dreams can kind of be taken in a bad light. This was very existential and (laughs) I ended up turning it into a a way to recap a player's death in Dungeons and Dragons. So and I shared that on TikTok to this day. It's still one of the greatest TikToks we have. It's over like half a million views. Uh, It's. It, it, I love incorporating the dreams that I do have into just like Nigel said, whether it's little character bits or something, ideas for future campaigns, anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and yeah. myself, uh, Nigel was the writer side. I'm the music musician side. I have written so many melodies in my dreams for really? recorded songs what? that you can hear on Spotify right now. If you go That's and, so and cool. check it out, <laughs> uh, two of our like most popular songs were written in my dream. I ha- I oh heard the melody. Oh I woke up. I sung it into my phone, and then I added uh, words to it when I oh, woke that's up. So good. So very interesting. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's it's like when you have dreams, you you're not having all these like awake time distractions, mm-hmm. and your brain can just sort of like just be like, okay, you're not you're not having your your anxiety, your existential dread. Let's actually just focus on something for a little bit yeah. here and oh, exactly. have an idea. <laughs> That's my excuse for not having ideas throughout the day, I suppose. <laughs> I think it, it helps like it helps like make you manifest the creative side of you without the anxieties of like wanting or like worrying about what someone else is going to think about it. Because like at, yeah. when you're in your dream, you're the only one that's ever going to experience that. So like I, I have definitely had a dream where I listen to the most perfect song that I've ever heard and I wake up and it's gone. Or like I've seen a person that I'm like, I am so in love with this person. I've never seen anyone more beautiful. And then I yes. wake up and I'm like, yeah, I I'm alone. I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh. <laughs> and, and I had a dream that I told the funniest joke. I met one of my favorite comic book artists and I told them a joke and it was great. And then I woke up and I was like, I have no idea yep. <laughs> what the joke was. Something about something. And I tweeted them and I was just like, I told you a really funny joke in my dream. And they were like, damn, I wish I could have heard it. I was like, me too. (laughs) Oh, that's good. See, I'm I'm rubbish at doing stuff like that in my sleep. I tend to do all of that, like, especially when it comes to D&D and stuff. I have all of those thoughts and think all of those cool things as I'm falling asleep. And I can't get myself to dream about it. I just yeah. cannot. Like I've had like full blown campaigns where my friends are like, "I dreamt about my character, and yours was there too." And I'm like, "I can't believe this. Where's where is mine? I, <laughs> I want to dream right about my you. my best girl. Where, where is she?" Um, but yeah, I just ugh, I just can't do it. But yeah, but it's the same sort of thing. Like even if I'm awake and sort of drifting off to sleep and having these thoughts. They are immediately gone <laughs> as soon as I'm like, yeah. what, what did I think again? Like, that was such a good monologue that I came up with, but no, it's gone. <laughs> I feel like the, another thing bouncing off of Nigel's, uh, like when you're asleep, something for me, I, I'm very hard on myself and I feel like everything has to be perfect. My brain doesn't mm. care about that when I'm asleep. It's just it's just going off and doing things. 
So mm-hmm. I feel like that that definitely helps at least the the creative aspect of, of the stuff that goes on in my dreams. I'm not worried about my own judgment because my yeah. brain is just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you don't have that fear of the blank page mm-hmm. and yeah. fear of mistakes, all of that stuff. You can just go off and explore. Speaking of which as well, exploring in dreams, do either of you ever have lucid dreaming? Can Ooh. you actually control <sighs> your dreams or is it just being... Oh. <laughs> uh, this is what I shared with Nigel the other day. Uh, Nigel was the closest that I've ever been to lucid dreaming because I, I've, I've never lucid <laughs> dreamed before or anything like that. Um, we went over to Nigel's house for his birthday to celebrate. We had a movie day. And the night before that, I had a dream that I barged into his apartment and was standing in the, the threshold of his doorway looking at him bundled up with like seven blankets all cocooned (laughs) only his face was peeking out and he was so sick and he was like ryan what are you doing here and i was like what am i doing i don't remember walking in here how did i get in here and i'm like i'm dreaming and then i woke up and i was like no that's like the closest i've ever been I was I was so bummed out. Uh, no, I, I I've wanted to lucid dream and and mm. just never never have been able to. Yeah. Oh. Yes, I, I have lucid dreamed before. Never on purpose. It's always just like purely by chance that it happens. Um, there have been times where I've changed the perspective of a dream where I went from being in first person to watching it in third person as soon as I realized yeah. I was in a dream, which was like super weird. Um, but there was, uh, once upon a time, not too long ago, I think it was maybe like last September, I had a dream that I had had before. And at a certain point I realized I've had this dream before. I know how to win. And I just took control. <laughs> and it was like metagaming my own dream because I, I like I knew how to get into the building without setting off all of the different traps. I knew who was going to have what weapon where. And it was like I, it just felt really strange because I knew every single piece of the puzzle and was just like, I can I can definitely figure this out a better way than I did last time. Mm-hmm. Um so that that was my most recent example. And I've had a lot of different examples of that happen before. I have a lot of recurring dreams. And the second time it comes up, there's always a lot more control in it because I realize like there's this is similar. I've been here before. I can do a different thing for a different outcome or try and get the same outcome and see if like what's different between them because like people have aged between the dreams or like the animals that are present are slightly different. And it, it's um weird, man. Weird. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Do you, do you guys have any knowledge on why recurring dreams happen? Because I have one that Nigel has begged me to tell you all. <laughs> it uh, is my favorite dream I, that I, I've I ever heard from a to. person. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just curious if there was a reason. Do you know of a reason behind recurring dreams? Is it is there I mean something? the only thing I could think of is I I guess like the theory that your dreams are you trying to like process things. Mm. So I wonder if it's just like a problem that you've still not tackled and your dream is just like your brain is just like, I'll just throw it at you again till you figure yeah. this out. Like keep <laughs> have another go at it. <laughs> but I'm scared what the context is going to be. <laughs> we, a lot of the guests we've had on, like if and a lot of them have had recurring dreams because we often mm-hmm. ask about them, but Sometimes uh, there are always a lot of recurring themes as well with dreams. So 
Brony, for instance, often dreams about animals, and I do as well, actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, I always dream about uh, having to like pack my bags full of all of my stuff. So it's like, I need my laptop, I need my, my mm. lap, whatever. Uh, my I, I need my Pikachu's, yeah. I need all of them. The house is on fire, I need to take them all. And like, yeah, so in a sense, I guess they are like recurring dreams, but we have had people as well that have genuinely just had the same dream, like since childhood and... Yeah, I think it's always a very personal thing. Like the idea of, you know, like like our very professional dream book that Brownie has. <laughs> you know, it might tell you what a dream means, but in all honesty, it's often a very personal thing. I think yeah. like it's your brain's mm-hmm. way of like trying to work through stuff that's happened during the day or when you're awake. So go on then. Let's so have you a go so you better it. tell us. I, and, I, yeah, I, tell us this dream. <laughs> I haven't had it in oh probably two or three months. It is the most recurring dream I've ever had. I'll, I'll have recurring dreams, but this is this is the most frequent frequent one where it is known throughout our friend group. Uh, this dream is just ridiculous where I, I wake up and I come to in the bathroom trying to I wear contacts. So I have my contact lens in my finger. I take my glasses off. I have my contact lens in my finger and I try to put it in, but I can't. So I'll I'll take it out. I'll rinse it and then I'll put it back in my finger. But then when it's back in my finger, the second time it starts to grow exponentially, <laughs> it just continues to grow and I, I can't fit it into my eye. So I'm trying really hard to fit into my eye, but I'm like, it's growing so much. It's too big. I can't get it over my eyelids or anything to the point where my brain says, this is a problem. You have to eat it. And I eat it. <laughs> uh, and that, this is every single time. <laughs> You better eat it. That will solve it. So uh, the amount of contacts that I've eaten in my dreams, too much. <laughs> oh my gosh. My I favorite learned. rationalization for a problem ever. It's like, oh my God, it's too big. I have to eat it. <laughs> Just hide the evidence. Just do it. No one will ever know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So if your book has anything on that, please let me know. Yeah, anything on contacts. Uh, it has... I, which I guess is sort of ish, Uh, it says any dream to do with the eye is to do with observation and discrimination. It is indicative of enlightenment and wisdom, protection and stability. But it also says regaining eyesight can indicate a return to the innocence and clear-sightedness of the child. So I guess you trying to regain your eyesight and failing. You've you've That's grown so up. That's so sad. Well, no, the contact has grown up too much now. <laughs> Goodbye, innocent. Left you behind. God, you're not the dear sweet innocent boy anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this book was written by AI, by AI. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, the amount of stuff in there is just like, huh? What? <laughs> I understand the words, but not the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Those were certainly some words in an order. I uh, mean, I would think, oh, it could be something to do with like you trying to get a new perspective of, on something or like trying to get an understanding or perspective on something, but the thing has just become too big to comprehend. Yeah. Or True. Just some so sort you of must fruit. eat it now. <laughs> Just a recurring problem, or I, I feel like it's it's usually always stress related when yeah. when it pops yeah. up, mm. and I I gotta eat my stress. 
just yeah. like I do in real life. So just consume it. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say it's probably a stress dream. I, I feel I feel like a lot of the time our recurring dreams are stress related, aren't they? Um, I, yeah. I would think it so. Just seems to. It's like a coping mechanism. I think it really is. Like, yeah, the the amount of times I've had rats running loose in my in my flat, and it's oh. like I need to get them all back. They're, they're, not 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 bad ones, like pet rats. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, they've all okay, escaped. Okay. They've all escaped, and they've all been breeding, and now there are rats everywhere, which would be the opposite of a problem. But I need to get them back. Um, and yeah, with um, Brownie, it's bunnies. Well, it, it tends <laughs> to be bunnies or hamsters, or I just suddenly in the dream think like. Oh my gosh, when was the last time I fed a cat? I've not mm. fed a cat in months. My cat's <laughs> died. And then I always wake up like, I don't have a cat. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I don't have pet rats anymore. But I'm pretty sure like yesterday I had a, a rat dream. It was like, oh, the cage is broken. They've gotten out. And I haven't fed them in months. And I forgot they were there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, I, I frequently have dreams about pets that aren't with me anymore just last night yeah. I, I told my partner that i had a dream uh i was carrying my one of my very first pets with like my family dog growing up uh her name is kinga i had a dream i was carrying her up the street back home but she was so old so i was just Aww. i was she was cradled and she put her head in here and it was the first time i've ever dreamed about that pet so mm. it was it was nice to see her again i, yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened Aww. to anybody i for the last couple of weeks, I've been dreaming about my friend's dog who died a few months ago. Oh. And my boyfriend, I told her, and she was just like, he stopped visiting my dreams and oh. now he's in yours. And I'm like, I'll try and send him back to you next time he appears. Oh, be... <laughs> Go uh, home, little guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... haven't really had any of that. Sorry, you go. Oh, I, 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 me neither is kind of all I was mm. going to say. Like, I, mm. I don't have too much of that. I think. You know, growing up, I've had pets for literally my entire life, like horses, dogs, chickens, cats, fish, like uh, the whole gambit. And um, I don't think I ever got very close to a pet personally until mm. the ones that I have now. And uh, if they die anytime soon, I'm not going to survive. That's that's kind of just <laughs> where I'm at with these yep. these cats, because we've only had them for the most we've had them for is two years. And that's not long enough. Like I need to experience a whole lifetime with these things so mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah yeah i'm very much like that with a i've got two little bunnies and um my my little guy who is still a baby he's, he's a baby be, he's gonna be 10 this year still a oh, baby wow. and um i'm in such denial as soon as <laughs> yeah. i think about it i'm like well no because obviously he's immortal so it's fine <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm the same with mine as well my my little boy i've got a cat and I look at him every day and I'm just like, stop getting old, please. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is he's a rescue, so I don't even know how old he is really, but I know oh, he's yeah. 10 plus. Well, I'm I just think like... in a way that sort of helps because one of our bunnies is a rescue, so mm. I don't know. So in my mind, I'm like, well, she could be like 10 days old. Yeah, yeah. She's, she, she was born last week. I've had her for five years, but still, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't know her age. She's one. Yeah. <laughs> time isn't real anyway it's all it's fine exactly. like it's exactly. we'll just ignore it yeah <laughs> nigel did you have any uh any dreams any specific ones that you wrote down from the discord oh i have a bunch um oh perfect i i have i have a bunch to just like for any topic uh if once we get to non-specifics um <laughs> 
heck, I mean, on, give oh, us your give us your favorite yeah. one. Yeah, right. take, yeah. take my, one. Pick one out of the hat. All right, my absolute <laughs> favorite one is a very very recent one. I think it's from maybe like June or July of last year. Very recent, comparatively to like the dreams I remember throughout my life. I have mm-hmm. uh, one dream that I remember vividly from when I was five years old, and one from when I was eight. But this one is much more recent than that. I was in this like Willy Wonka ass like ice cream shop where you'd walk in and around all of the walls were like a conveyor belt where the food would be like made in uh, in the moment. Like you'd go to this big machine in the middle, you choose all of your different toppings, whatever food you wanted, and it would just be like made on the conveyor belt. And it was very like Willy Wonka esque uh, in like that factory style where, but it's all still super goofy. And I made this absolutely delicious looking Belgian waffle that had like a bunch of chocolate on it. And I was going to put ice cream and like other delicious things on there. And then my partner who was making her own thing next to me goes, Oh look, you can put cheese on it. And she put the, she pressed the button (laughs) and put cheese on, on on the waffle. And I was like, I don't want that. Why would you do that? But it was too late. I couldn't turn it, like take off the cheese. So it made the chocolate waffle with cheese on it. And I got it. I'm like, this is awful. And it tasted so bad because obviously I still had to eat it. And when I woke up, I was, this is the angriest I've ever been at my partner. I I was so like unimaginably pissed off. Like I woke up, looked at her and was like, why did you put cheese on my chocolate waffle? And and it took me like maybe 30 seconds to kind of get my bearings and figure out like, oh yeah, I, you didn't actually do this. I'm not actually mad at you. But when I told her about it, the following morning, um, it like it stuck. And now that is like just a phrase in our house for when you purposefully fuck up someone else. (laughs) <laughs> you just like you just really put cheese on my chocolate waffle with that one. I just <laughs> I, love that. I I loved that one. I, I don't know if you oh can tell me God. anything about that, but it was <laughs> Oh my gosh. See at first I thought you were gonna say you you tried it and it was really nice and it made yeah. you recreate it in real life. Because there's a whole subreddit dedicated Ooh, to yeah. dream food. Yes, interesting. I didn't know. Oh my that. god. Write that one down. <laughs> Someone out there has to try it. <laughs> in the growing up, I had this thing. I don't think it was dream related, but something in me wanted to try a, a hot dog with peanut butter on it. I have yet to try it, and I don't think I ever will. But some dream, little me thought it would be so good. <laughs> I disagree, but you know, you gotta give it a go. Gotta give it a go. I can't even talk. Yeah, about it. you gotta give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with someone who would have peanut butter and ketchup on toast every lunchtime. Oh, oh. And people like would just stare at her in the lunchroom like, what are you doing? And she's like, it's good, I promise. And honestly, I tasted it. Wasn't that bad. It wasn't awful. Oh. I don't think I could bring myself to try that. <laughs> it wasn't it was a choice though, definitely. <laughs> When I was a kid, I would eat like just straight mustard sandwiches. Like it was just like bread with mustard on it, and that was that was it. Like <laughs> So I can't judge too hard for peanut butter and ketchup, <laughs> but like that sounds awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no oh. cheese in the book. Would what? you believe there is oh, come no on. cheese? Oh, do you want me to check my book? Yeah, you check right, your book. Hang on, let me go grab it. That's kind of a funny. And we quote. do There's have no cheese a... in the book. No cheese. <laughs> I have I have a backup as well. I do have 
a dream tarot deck that Ooh. might have it in. This was a, a new um, Christmas present. So you oh, you've got your know. cards. Yeah, but I, oh. I don't know if there'd be a, a cheese-specific card, but I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh my gosh, some of these are terrifying. Some of the cheese, pictures on them. seafood. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's not seafood. It's not seafood. You've not got your book out for a while now. No, I haven't. This well, is a rare treat. Since you got yours, I was just like, oh well, time to retire it. <laughs> since my my book has failed us though <laughs> there is the food section in here is huge uh, there's got to be a cheese section yes to oh. see cheese in your dream indicates potential profit and gain in waking life oh, oh there you go okay alright <laughs> alright so that I find that interesting because uh, I have always been very lucky with money outside of like lottery systems like lotteries Never will I win. But in life, I've been like pretty lucky with money in a lot of different ways. We had a, a medium um, come and do a video for us. Um, mm -hmm. That was like it was related to cast party, but not related to anything in the in the show necessarily. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is a person we had just met. She told me that exact sort of thing. Like you like you are very yeah. lucky with money. You are you are money uh, just comes to you. Yeah, that was that phrase was crazy and it has yeah. kind of just was accurate. Like everyone in the room just kind of like looked at each other like, how did she uh, know I, that? I was shocked my <laughs> oh. jaw dropped when that came up. <laughs> well, there so, we go. The well, cheese. It's it's not the things you're choosing to do, it's the cheese on your chocolate waffle that is bringing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a bad Nigel, thing just, after all. Yeah. Your life is the chocolate waffle. You are the chocolate waffle. <laughs> And oh. the cheese is just all the money coming exactly. to you. That's all. Golden cheese. <laughs> uh, I, well, cool. All that, right. That's I, I like. I like that. Um, <laughs> Very professional. These uh, these books. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should write one. We should. We've got enough knowledge at this point. Do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll ship it along with the, with the cookbook, the dream cookbook. Yeah. Now we can add the, the cheese and chocolate waffle Here into we that. Go. As well. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to give us your next dream, Ryan? Did you have another one that you wanted to bring? Oh, I absolutely do. Um, I want to hear all of these. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> I'm debating on on two right now. One involves Nigel, but the other is so funny. I'll do the Nigel one super quick, uh, just because he's here with us and he loves this stream as well. Um, so we're from the East Coast of the United States. Our final cast party member is out in L.A. on the West Coast. So we had a trip planned to go fly all of us out there and meet Anna out in L.A. We were maybe like two weeks out and... We officially had all the plans in check, the Airbnb, everything was good to go. We just had to wait. And I had a dream one night where we were all in L.A. We just landed at the airport. We were in an airport cafe, just hanging out and waiting for Anna to come pick us up from the airport. And I was sipping a little coffee and I looked out the window and I was like, oh, guys, look, it's the Hollywood sign. And Nigel turned to me and he goes, Ryan. That's a McDonald's. And I woke up immediately. The shock was too much. 
<laughs> and I, it was indeed a McDonald's. I uh, that oh. blew my mind. <laughs> I, when he told us so that, I was smaller when you see it in person. <laughs> yeah, I was losing my mind when he told us that, and like. <laughs> And of course, like we were only two weeks out, so as soon as we oh. got to Los Angeles, every McDonald's like the Hollywood. It was a it was a running joke for like the whole trip. It was ridiculous. Oh, oh my god. god! I'm starting to see how you get so inspired by your dreams because God yeah. damn, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny when like. When you get woken up from a dream like that, and it does sort of just set you up in a good mood for the day, because obviously you can be like oh, shocked awake and scared <laughs> awake. But yeah. I had one the other week where I don't remember anything that happened in the dream, but literally someone turned around to me and they just went, what the? And then a car horn beeped outside and it woke me up and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> excellent. Whoa, okay. I've had that happen before. And it freaks it genuinely scares me where something in the real world will co like a noise or something will coincide with a noise in my dream yeah yeah and i don't know how the two link up but it has happened so frequently i don't have any examples sadly but every time it like it scares me yeah like how how did brain me know that alive me was about to hear a car <laughs> horn out there and somehow <laughs> set that up or like a crash or something yeah it was it's like, is there some sort of delay there? Like, did, did yeah. I hear that and then dream it? I, it's it's weird. I, I've had it before, not with sounds, but I remember when I was a kid, um, my mom used to wake me up to go to school and I was dreaming that... Have you ever seen A Bug's Life? The, oh, yeah. the Disney movie. Mm -hmm. So Hopper, the, the big bad grasshopper guy, he had me in like some sort of interrogation and he was like, you need to tell me where the, I don't know, the, the, the grain is. And I'm like, I'll never tell you anything. <laughs> And he like approached me and he reached out to grab me. And as he did that, my mum woke me up by tickling me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Isn't that, it's so weird. I don't know how it links up so perfectly. Exactly. It's really bizarre. I have no idea how the heck your brain like plans ahead for that. But yeah. it seems to happen so much. It's really cool. It's uh, interesting you bring up the bug's life. Um, because my, the dream that I have remembered for the last 21 years from when I was eight years old also was Bugs Life themed. It was, I, I still, I think about this dream to this day, like regularly. It's not that I just remember it. It's like I, there were parts of that dream that I still wish I could experience. Um, but it started out in, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the, in the Bugs Life or a Bugs Life, there was, um, that bar that they were all in and there were like tables that would go up onto the walls and they were drinking like that little cup of white. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I was in that bar. I was sitting at the back on one of the tables that was like on the wall and I was like all alone and it, and just sitting there drinking my white, whatever it was. I don't know what they were <laughs> drinking, but <laughs> the, the white. And um, <laughs> I... This girl, I had just moved to the uh, to the area that I live in now, and uh, there was a girl there that I had a crush on, and she like approached me and was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the fair later. Do you want to come?" And I said, "Okay." And so we went to the fair together, and everything was underground, like it was a massive carnival, like state fair size carnival, um, that was 
all in a giant cave. And we had a really, really great time just going through and doing all the games and doing all the rides. And like, it was like a full day of activities. And they, there was a, an announcement over the intercom that said, the park is closing. Everyone, please make your way to the exits. And uh, I looked over to her and I was like, that was really great. I had a great time. She said, me too, and kissed me on the cheek. And then I turned into a pterodactyl and flew away. <laughs> Why did I remember this? <laughs> I, I, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like so much of the tree was just like oh somewhat normal and then that oh. end was just like oh pterodactyl God. that was full kid brain taken over yeah. that was just yeah <laughs> what is the coolest exit I could possibly <laughs> make exactly you gotta make like you gotta leave her wanting more it's like yep. how do I finish this off in like a in a way she'll remember this night forever <laughs> oh my god yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> These are amazing. Jeez. So, oh, in the dream, were you any sort of bug or were you just yourself? Nope, I was just little eight-year-old Nigel. Oh, Were you bug-sized? <laughs> it's hard to tell. Oh, maybe, I guess. I, I, like, I, it could have been. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, the whole world, was, like, everyone else was the same size and the carnival was the same size, but it was all underground, so it would have to either be, like, an enormous place True. or we were all... Mm. Bug sized, so kind of yeah. could go either way. Yeah, true. <laughs> See, I'm I'm so jealous that your your childhood dreams that you remember are such nice things because all the ones that stuck with me were like the terrifying ones. <laughs> oh yeah, I have one of those too. That's the earlier Same. one. <laughs> my my fear of spiders came from a childhood dream. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was in my childhood house. And when I was growing up, I loved construction toys. That was that was my thing. I loved everything construction. And I remember sitting in the middle of my living room playing with a dump truck. And I was like zooming it around. And then I stopped because I saw a spider crawl out of the back of the dump truck. And then more came out. And then it was just <gasps> floods of spiders that came no. out of the back of this dump truck and started like crawling on the walls and eating me. And oh, I woke up and that I don't. I don't, I don't like spiders you. now. <laughs> oh my god! My irrational fear also came from a dream. Um, really? Oh, yeah, okay. It's it, it uh, the Easter Bunny, though. Uh, oh what? my god! Yes, I, no. I do. I have a, a genuine, like, irrational fear of the Easter Bunny. I like, you know, the rational side is like he's not real. He won't actually hurt you. It's always mm -hmm. a dude in a suit. Wait, he's what? Uh, oh my god! Oh, I'm so god. sorry. Oh, Senator Cuttis. <laughs> Um, but I, I had a really bad fever, um, Easter, like maybe when I was like 13, I think. And I, in the night had the, a fever dream that was so vivid and visceral where the, um, Easter bunny came in, killed and ate all of my friends and family oh, and then swallowed me whole. So I was just stuck yeah. in his stomach, surrounded by pieces of everyone I loved. Uh, so when I woke up, uh, oh I was I was pretty traumatized for a yeah. while there. I don't blame oh you. my gosh! Revenge for all the chocolate eggs. Yeah, yeah. he needs yeah. the energy to to lay the chocolate egg. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, right? Oh, that's not God. good. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's so strange because I was talking to a friend the other day about just like general 
anxiety and stuff and how like, you know, back when humans were first, you know, learning to be human and we had all these real things to run away from and to fear and to fight for. And I was like, nowadays we're so streamlined that we just download anxiety into our brains and, and mm-hmm. it's so much more efficient. And it's so funny that you found these dreams, like these dreams gave you phobias instead of the other way around. Like you dreamt mm-hmm. of them because you had yep. <laughs> It's like, hang on, this child's too functional. I know what I can do. Just <laughs> get a little bit of fear in there. Yeah, shove it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was just, I think that like the fact that our dreams are as vivid as they are, because like between Ryan and I, at least like our dreams are very like realistic yeah. like I, i'm really mm-hmm. in a dream where it feels like hazy or i can't remember details it's like i yeah i was there it's all or nothing uh, yeah so do you both tend to dream in first person Usually. yeah that's what i wanted uh, to ask about 99 percent of the time there are some uh some cases like nigel said where sometimes i'm just randomly in third person like almost hovering behind my head like i'm playing a video game driving myself yeah. um but yeah, m- most of them are most of them are first person. Yeah, it feels like most people are. I I I'm I dream in third person most of the time. Oh, interesting. Um, I think I'm in the minority. <laughs> yeah. Is is that yeah. just is it a stationary? I'll say it's, camera in this sense. Is camera behind you, or can you kind of float and see the front mm, of you, or third person? Maybe a not a good way to describe it, but it's more like watching a movie. Okay. Oh, um, okay. So it's just like watching a scene and it's like, that one's me. Uh, but I very, very rarely have first person dreams. Like I, I couldn't name one, really. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. See, whereas I tend to always dream in first person, but part of me wonders if it's because, so I have aphantasia, so I can't picture things. So I wonder if I just don't know I, like, I can't picture what I look like enough to put myself in a dream. Oh. <laughs> so it's oh. just like, oh, well, I'll just be first person. I, then I don't have to know it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm curious. The, uh, the dream I had last night was, it, it was literally just Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Like, it was just that movie was my dream <gasps> last night. Uh, the difference was all of the kids were, uh, like, adult-aged, and the entire time... Ron was trying to convince Hermione to sleep with him like that. Those were the only differences. Otherwise, it was just the movie. And I, that was a third person experience for me for that for most of that, because like I'm not in that movie. So I was just watching that happen. I'm not in this. That's, that's amazing. I honestly like when stuff like that happens where your brain just seems to recall something almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's so impressive. Like I, I've had it before. Where it's really sad, but I was raiding on Final Fantasy fourteen with my raid group. Uh, oh, yeah. We were doing savage content, and we do it every week. And there was one particular fight which I had a bit of trouble with. But this one night, I went to sleep and I dreamt the entire fight and every mechanic perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> then I went into the raid the next day, and I was like, "I know what I'm doing okay. now." And yeah. it, was it was perfect. I was just like. <laughs> My brain told me when I was dreaming. <laughs> I don't know I, why. I, I know the feeling. Uh, there's an annual period of time every single year where I get back into World of Warcraft. For the next two weeks after that, it's World of Warcraft dreams every single night. Yeah. Every single night. So I feel that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kirsty does that. You have quite a few like video game dreams, yeah. don't you? Like a. Uh... 
whether it's oh my gosh the name's completely escaped me what's the uh the terrifying sea one terrifying sea in, one in your little your little submarine when you go oh around. subnautica that's the one yeah <laughs> That's just because probably I'm dreaming about the ocean and my brain's like, take that time to be anxious. <laughs> Half of our friend group is afraid of the ocean. And I, yeah. I just like, I am so just invested in it. I want like all of my stocks are in ocean. I just love the ocean so much. <laughs> it's so interesting that we have something that's so unknown that's yeah. right here on the planet. It's not we don't have to worry about going to space. Yeah. We still just don't know what we have here. And I just think yeah. that's so cool. Also, yeah, whales. I, yeah. Love them. Whales are great. I, I love the ocean, but I don't want to be in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have thalassophobia in that context. Like, I'm, if I was to scuba dive, I would probably no. be okay because no. I'd be underneath. <laughs> but the thought of being on top and not knowing what's below is what gets me. Or okay. like, if you sailed me out on a boat and threw me off of it, I think I would just die before I had the chance to drown. Like, <laughs> it would be full shock. terrifying. Yeah, full shock. <laughs> I'd just give up. Did, did you guys get sucked into North Sea TikTok just like everyone else? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Yo-ho. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's this whole, like, series of videos on, uh, on TikTok that are just all clips from the North Sea to mm -hmm. the same exact song it's a, a sea shanty uh oh every God. single one same song same amount of time all mostly the same clips but like the waves are insane in the north sea just the just rough like, waters oh and everything God. it's yeah. a, the most dangerous like area to sail in or something and it's like cool it's cool to see but everyone yeah. on tiktok is like why am i being haunted by this song <laughs> now it's the they hit the <laughs> deepest note a person can hit yep. in this song and now it's like it's like the brown note from South Park. Like it, it yeah. sounds so low and deep. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna end here. I'm gonna go and check out North Sea TikTok for sure. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is the problem. Is so Kirsty does have like the the thalassophobia, but she spends so much time on the thalassophobia subreddit yeah. before bed. <laughs> Yeah. And then she's like, I had another terrifying ocean I dream. And I'm dream like, well, why do you think? <laughs> if only we could figure out why that might mm. happen, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not related to the horrible scuba no, diving accidents no. I was reading about, no. <laughs> it's just morbid curiosity. I don't know what it is. It's I, like, yeah, I this is it. horrible, but I love reading about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> yeah. I have a water-related one, Nigel. Oh, <laughs> oh go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's not ocean-related, but it is water-related. Um, I'm going to read this one because it's long. Not long, okay. but... Uh, I had a dream that I was go going to some ridiculously fancy mansion party. They were treating me to free suits, shoes, accessories, and I had all these butlers fitting me with uh, all sorts of accessories, dressing, everything, matching me, all that. So me... Feeling super out of place because that's not really my atmosphere. I ask for water. This very well-dressed, put-together butler brings me water and I start drinking it. And in an attempt to make conversation with this man and sound sophisticated, I take a sip of my water and I say, it's like I'm leaking, but in reverse. <laughs> that's all I remember from that dream. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That sounds like a brainy thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you came to me with that dream, I would not be surprised. 
and that has the the same energy as like the sort of things I will lie awake thinking about. Why did I say that? Like two in the morning, as your head hits the pillow, and you're just like, oh, do you remember that time I was at the cinema and they said enjoy the film, and I said you too. Yep, Yep. there it is. I woke up so embarrassed, and it never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I had a dream that made me feel embarrassed when I woke up. uh, Also, pretty recently. I was in a like a hotel room with my partner Kanye West and Kanye West's partner, who was like a small like alt girl. I don't know. It was like it was not who he's actually dating, but Kanye had to like go out and do a show. My partner was like, "I'm gonna go get ready," and for some reason, the bathroom was in like not the same, not in the hotel room. And so I was just hanging out with the alt girl, and we were just talking about whatever. And Kanye West kept coming in with like progressively more and more emo look like he had (laughs) like he came in with like eyeliner and then came in with like the swoopy bangs and every time he was just like bursting into the room accusing me of cheating of his girlfriend cheating on him with me and like me trying to get with her and i was like look dude this is not happening i'm just gonna go out to where the concert is happening so i walk out and it's in this big like uh hockey arena and it's everything is happening and my partner walked up to me and said ty dollar sign has to dishonorably discharge you and i turned around and like thinking i was the smartest man alive said dishonorably discharge or regrettably jerk me off and then i woke up and was like what When I told when I told my girlfriend about it when I woke up, <laughs> she she said, respectfully, babe, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like I she was like, I, I would love t- to tell you tell I would love for you to tell that one to a dream interpreter because I feel like even they would be stumped by that. What, ha- what happens there? <laughs> oh my God. There's there's so many things that happen in our dreams where like I never in my life would I think to say it's like I'm leaking in reverse. I doubt, <laughs> Nigel, you would ever come back with regrettably jerking me off. Like, I don't know where these come from, but I love it. And that's why I'm so glad we're able to at least recall them. Yeah. yeah um, the, God, you, your dreams are honestly, they're, they're so good. They're so vivid. You're so, like, quick in these dreams. I'm so jealous. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you should try it sometime. See if, you know, say I'm leaking in reverse and just oh, see sorry, what I thought you the other drink. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll break that see out the... at the next family gathering and see how people react. <laughs> yeah. I, oh man, I could I could picture your dad just like staring at you like and just <laughs> what? <laughs> just he'd give you the benefit of the doubt for sure and then just oh, have yeah. to be like what what did you say? <laughs> the other day I was I can't remember what I was eating but I accidentally oh it was these tiny little donuts and they had um a Biscoff center like donut mm-hmm. bites in the Biscoff center like liquidy and I bit into it and I accidentally breathed in at the same time and it like squirted into my mouth Ooh, yeah. and I just turned to my friend and I went I just reversed Denethord and it just reminds me of because <laughs> instead of instead of the cherry tomato bursting out I was like no it's Denethor in reverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I should have said it. It's like 
leaking in reverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> Have you guys uh, just uh, let's just switch this on its head. Let's go. Step over it. Have you ever had to deal with a sleep paralysis situation? Oh. Yes. Sort of, yeah. I've had it once and it was horrible and I never want to have it again. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was lying on my side in my bed and all of a sudden the door opened and this guy dressed in like black doctor scrubs started walking in and he was just really slowly walking round the room and then behind me and I was desperately like, I know that I'm dreaming and I need to wake up and I was like mm-hmm. trying to squeeze my leg and I was trying to shout out and eventually I did wake up and I was making this tiny little like, huh? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> which is the best scream I could do. Oh. But I woke up and I was just like, I do not like whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've never had it that intensely. Um, when I was a kid, I just I saw like shadows in the room and I like couldn't I couldn't move. And I just had to ride it out until I went back to sleep. But mm-hmm. that was pretty much as far as it went with me. Um yeah. It, it's funny you should say that you were sleeping on your side as well, because one of the things I've always remembered was one of my teachers at school, she used to get sleep paralysis a lot, like really bad. And she said, she told me once, I don't know how true it is, that sleeping on your back makes it much more likely. So I make no. a point of never sleeping on my back ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Interesting. Interesting. I'm, That's I'm, how I avoid it. <laughs> I'm mainly a back sleeper and I've only had sleep paralysis twice in my whole life. Um, it was at like the lowest low of my whole life, uh, just anxiety through the roof and everything. And it happened two nights in a row. And the first night I remember I was lying on my back and I woke up and at the time I had, I had moved home. Uh, so I was living in my mom's basement and my bed faced the stairs. And I remember waking up the light, uh, on the stairs turning on and then, this dark figure like crawling down the stairs towards me and I couldn't move. Nope. And (laughs) I remember trying to, again, just like you wake myself up, do anything I could. And like when I woke up, I, I wasn't screaming in my dream, but when I woke up, I was mid just belt and I I was audibly screaming. And the same thing happened the night after and then when the third night came, I was I stayed up like as long as I could because I was so afraid to go to sleep. I, I just yeah. didn't want to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Do you have gosh. did you have you ever had sleep paralysis, Nigel? Just once, and it was this past year. Um oh. which like after twenty-eight years, if you've never had one, it kind of comes yeah. as a as a shock. Um be like I've had plenty of nightmares, but I was always able to kind of like pull myself out of them um mm-hmm. if I needed to. Like I I I'm not bad at pulling myself out out of a dream if I like if I'm panicking but this one I was like in a barn I was it felt like an Airbnb situation um and I was like told like yeah the bedroom is in the back and I walked into the back there were no electric lights it was all candles throughout the whole place but it was late I was just going to go to bed anyway and like I went to the bed and laid down and I heard like creaking from the corner of the room that was like not the opposite corner, but like if I if the bed was in one of the corners, it was the corner straight ahead. There was like creaking and I could see that like there was a hole that was like being pulled open in from the corner. And 
just like this one hand came through or I saw a deer walk by like I saw a deer walk by through that hole and then it turned and like peered in and then a hand came in like through the hole and just pulled the whole thing open and I was like I I can't I don't I don't like this and it started speaking (laughs) I decided that is a skinwalker I know that that's a skinwalker and it just crept in through like the darkness and like disappeared into the dark and came up behind me and it just like started (gasps) pressing on my chest and my neck and I was like it was just that is the most panic I've ever had in a dream that Uh, is terrifying yeah Yeah. not great not great I'm I'm very thankful that my sleep paralysis did not have any sort of like interaction with me because yeah that does not sound not fun yeah. Not fun. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Oh, that that terrifies me. I think the closest I've had to like a physical thing like that is have you ever have you ever accidentally touched one of your legs with your other leg and it makes you jump? <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> I've done that before. I'm just like, oh, what was that? Oh, it was me. Oh, okay, no, it's fine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a very warm sleeper, um, so my shirt Same. will get like pretty sweaty and kind of stick to me. And it, that, those are usually the, uh, the interactions that cause me, that startle yeah. me in, my, in the night is like the shirt will get too tight and it'll like, I'll roll over and it'll choke me because the shirt's like stuck oh, to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and recently I've been able to put a, a new phenomenon, given a name to a new phenomenon where I'll be... I, I'm a very warm sleeper, so I sleep with like a sheet on and then the rest of the blanket is like folded over so that I can put it over me if I get cold. And when I start sweating, I get really warm and then I get really cold because then I'm in a sweaty shirt and the room got yeah. cold. And that happens to horses if you put blankets on them in the winter. Aww. And so I woke up <laughs> and I told Anya about this and she was like, ah, we got a bit of a ponies and coats situation. And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> Do you have any um, like ways that you get to sleep that have been affected by like nightmares as a child or just mm. things you had as a child? So like when I was a child, I crept downstairs whilst my mom was watching this TV show and it was about how this ghost haunted a hotel and it would sit on the feet of the guests in this particular room. So from then on, I've always slept on my side with my feet not together because I'm like, if it sits on one, I can get the other one out or scare myself (laughs) with it, apparently. Um, Do you have anything like that that sort of affected how you sleep now? No. I'm a criminal. I fall, <laughs> I, I fall asleep in 30 yeah. seconds and then I'm out. Yeah, he's a rock. No, I'm so you're jealous. one of them. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. I'm a minimum 20 minutes guy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take me long either. Oh, I think, um, I think just the typical, I, I don't like things hanging off the bed. So I'm very tall. I'm like 6'2". So I have to make sure that if I'm in a bed that's longer, I will like I'll sleep on my side to curl up. I don't like my arm hanging off or like my feet hanging off the end of the bed. Mm. Well, then uh, the feet monsters get it, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my problem. That's pretty much it for me. I, I don't like that. That's the only way I, I can't fall asleep. I, I will yeah. not have anything off the bed. 
I'm so jealous. I'm literally like, a, I have to have a whole routine. I'll lie awake for hours, all of this stuff. It's, <laughs> but my my husband is exactly the same. Like, head hits the pillow, he's out. And mm-hmm. I'm just there like, well. If only. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to do it a lot more when I was a kid. Like, uh, because I was so terrified of, like, monsters in, in the dark, I would mm-hmm. make sure I had to sleep facing away from the wall and I'd have to have my blanket up here. I had to have to have a a, a a teddy behind me, a teddy in front of me, and stuff like that. I, I mm. used to collect beanie babies, and I would make a wall out of them so nothing could get into the bed. Oh, <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> but now I'm just like, uh. yeah. <laughs> I lay down and I'm done. I went through so many phases as a child. Like there was a time when I thought Jaws, the shark, lived under my bed. <laughs> Um, oh, no. There was a time when I thought a samurai lived under my bed and he was allowed <laughs> one stab a night and I would try <laughs> and live. I would try and like sleep you in different survive. like positions every night because I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, and it, and it worked. I'm still time. here to tell the tale. Yeah, you, didn't get <laughs> you can have one stab as a treat. Just one stab. That was the, as per Just the agreement. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I don't remember ever being scared of like monsters in my bedroom. Like, I mean, other wow. than just shadowy monsters, but nothing specific. Yeah. The only thing yeah. was my my parents' bedroom had a wardrobe in it, and it looked a lot like uh, a door in Resident Evil One that a zombie would jump out of and oh, scare no. you when you were trying to save the game. Uh, so I was always terrified of that one wardrobe, and I would never go near it because <laughs> there was a zombie in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we have time for for one more dream each. If you had any others you wanted to, all right. This was uh, this was three years ago. This was the one that I mentioned that affected. Like I, I made a TikTok out of it. I made D and D stuff out of it. Um, three years ago in May, and I'm just gonna read it out. Okay, so y'all know my dreams fuck me up sometimes, but last night actually messed with me very hard. I died, like actually died. Or at least that's what dream me said. I saw everyone around me dying in the streets and I was overcome with sickness, fell to the ground, said, oh, no, I'm dying. (laughs) And my vision faded and it went to the brightest light I have ever witnessed. But it continues going. I then wake up in complete darkness. Knowing that I died sitting on what seems like an enormous bed with black satin sheets and a hooded man to the left of me sitting on the bed. He is sitting on the comfortable bed in this dark void. He doesn't speak, but he hands me a binder. I open the binder and it is filled with Polaroids. Each Polaroid was a picture of a major decision in my life that led me up to the end of my life. After the first few pages, it got to the possibilities portion, filled with all the different Polaroids of choices I could have made and their outcomes on my life, but I couldn't see them. Anytime I tried to look at them, they were too blurry for me to comprehend. I kept asking what choices would have led me to certain outcomes that I wanted, and I got no response, was able to see no Polaroids other than the choices that I actually made, and then I woke up. Oh my god. And that, that was the is one that, insane. That one really, truly messed with me. I, I sent that right when I woke up to everybody. That was at 8.15 a.m. Yeah. I, I still think about it a lot. And that was the one that I incorporated into a uh, 
a little D&D scene for spoilers. I hope none of my players listen to this, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) if a character were to ever die in one of our D&D campaigns, I want to provide them with that scene. Basically, they go to this outer void. They see this ghostly figure hooded Mm -hmm. and hand them a book of, of either pictures or drawings of the choices that led them up to when they died. And then again, have that possibilities section at the end. Like what if you kept going, how would your relationship with the party have continued? Would you have made it to the end? Would you have fought the, the big, bad, evil guy? I, what would the end of your life have looked like? And then they finally get that closure and the book closes. So So, I love that. When you had this dream, was there like a particular decision you were having to make at the time or did this just come out of nowhere? I think it came out of nowhere because this was this was shortly after I if it was three years ago, it was probably six months after I had moved into my new apartment. So everything was going good. That was the start of uh, the start of cast party, roughly about six months after the start of cast party. And everything felt in place for like the first time in a long time. So I don't know if it's just that and my brain saying Don't look at all the other possibilities because like Mm. you're doing what you should be doing. Yeah. Continue on this path. So that's that's all I could really think about. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, honestly. Like it doesn't feel like it was a scary dream. It was more like a sort of a a reflective kind of Absolutely. Hundred percent. So cool. See, I looked up the there's the death and dying card in my tarot. And it says, contrary to popular belief, such dreams are not an omen. It's not an omen that you're going to die. I hope not. <laughs> That's I'm good. still That's here good. three years later. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Dreams about death are typically a sign of positive change, of shedding the past and moving forward. And there we go. There, there we go. go. Perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well done. That's very well fitting. That, that makes so much sense. I love that. There you go. There you go. If there's still time, I've got another one, but if we not... We do, okay. of course we do. Um, Hit us so with I, it, Nigel. I had this one in December, um, and it was... So, the it was weird because it kind of sounded... It kind of felt like I had read a premise for a movie in what I knew about the dream without it actually being explicitly told in the dream, um, where I was in a world... I was kind of in this, like, fabricated, like college town hybrid where a lot of buildings a lot of businesses but it was all very fabricated to be one big part like maybe like the google campus is a good example of what it was like um and everyone in this in this town city whatever would have 99 percent of their memory wiped every single night so you you would just kind of i you know i'd wake up the next day and i'd have no memories of anyone or anything except I have to go to work, I have to do my job, and then I have to go home. And then that that was like all that I had. Um, and I guess it was kind of like a a program that people were being put through, like a, a, a like a graduate program or something. And so I, <laughs> in one of the days that was in the dream, because it was several days long, I uh, graduated. And as I was going to go out and like get my um, the thing that said I you graduated you can now leave and progress to the next section um I got accused of cheating my tasks like I wasn't doing my work properly and I had uh like somehow negated some of the uh 
effects of the memory wipes. So I was remembering more stuff than I was supposed to. And I, I was I like panicked and like ran through a door to like try and get away from it and ended up in this kind of like the outdoors was all a just massive desert. Like it was just all desert and like a big sloping like cavern. Like it was like this town was in the bottom of a sand dune or rather at the bottom of something surrounded by sand dunes. And I like ran away as fast as I could ran into Anna from our podcast who had bet who had recently escaped. None of us knew that, but she was out there and she was like trying to show me how to do different things. She like taught me archery and like how to do, uh, how to survive in these different areas and showed me like this shack that she would had been like camping out in. And I, when I joined her, I noticed that one of the walls of the shack was like, it was loose. And when we pushed through it, we ended up in a house with a whole bunch of security. And it seemed like it was like a, where all of this stuff was being orchestrated. So we were like trying to like break through, get to like different places, truly like felt like a, a, a heist movie trying to get through yeah. <laughs> different sections. And when like we got caught MKBHD, the YouTuber, he got thrown off a balcony uh, in the in the fray, <laughs> and oh, no. I like we just like panicked. We tried to get out. Um, I wrote here, shit got hectic, um, and uh, as we kind of like got closer and closer to getting fully caught and like taken away, I was we were like finding more and more clues that pointed to the fact that what we were doing right then was still a part of whatever rehabilitation we were in in the town. Mm. And I was like, in the moment, like, Jesus Christ. And then I woke up and that was I like Whoa. most simulation-esque dream. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. in the Matrix. Gosh. It was uh it was nuts. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually oh, had cool. quite a similar themed dream recently where, but it was more that I was being like captured by a cult and they were about to wipe my memory and I was trying desperately to like text people and be like I'm here can you come and get oh. me please oh. <laughs> come and oh, pick no. me up <laughs> I don't like this <laughs> oh. <laughs> it almost feels like I don't know were you playing any like particular games at that time because it feels like you're going yeah, in on like true. a new save yeah. file or something and oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or the rest was there a fast and furious movie that came out around that time <laughs> <laughs> no that came out in like <laughs> July uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest I can come to is the movie Memento I had recently watched that maybe like oh, okay I think maybe in November okay. I watched it um mm. It also so, reminds that, me of uh, Severance. Severance. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh. Which is like are like probably my favorite show that's out right mm. now. I love that show. So good. Um Yeah. And I think there about it a, a lot. Stage when I think I kept coming in every episode, like, I had another dream about an office building. I've been watching Severance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> or even like the the Stanley parable like have you have you either mm, you yeah. played that yes. like it's kind of got it's not exactly the same as either of these but it, it's kind of got a similar vibe where it's like yeah everything is clearly under control here and you're just doing your job but are you though yeah you know? mm. I mean the first time I played the Stanley parable I just did everything that the voice said and I got to the end and I was like, okay, well, I guess I did it. And then everyone was like, no, you have to play it again. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
do. Yeah. Yeah. Dreams are weird, man. Dreams, dreams are weird. In conclusion, dreams are weird. (laughs) Yeah. That one, yeah, that definitely that one. That really reminds me of a lot of dreams I've had where it's just like, oh, yeah, you've been watching this TV show and playing this video game and Mm. reading this and they're all just stuck together and Mm -hmm. they give you this cool dream. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I looked through my dream book. There's nothing about forgetting or about memory, but that feels like that would be such a Yeah, Yeah, that seems like such a big thing. You got anything in yours? I'll check, I'll check quick. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite dreams are when I get to be Spider-Man. Oh yeah, it's like Spider-Man's probably my favorite hero and I just have like every once in a while I'll get something where I'm this close to actually being Spider-Man. It's like something is slightly different where (laughs) you're you're just chasing a spider around like, oh, please bite me, just bite me. (laughs) I googled dreams about losing and I went to type memory. And have you guys ever had dreams about losing your teeth? Because that's another recurring dream that that I've had. That's a very common one. one. Yeah. Uh, No. I no, I, <laughs> you can feel the little chiclets in your mouth, Nigel. It's horrible. I'm sure I have so many teeth. So I have a, I have. <laughs> oh right, what a brag! I, I, this is this is true. I know, I know. so many. <laughs> I, I have a, a an actual like medical condition where I have more teeth than I'm supposed to, um, and they are like I have teeth inside of my front teeth. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Like it's a just shot. an extra set. Like a shot. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I'm. I don't. I don't ever worry about losing teeth because I just. I've got replacements. Got backup teeth for days. <laughs> yeah. I've had. I've had twelve adult teeth removed, uh, and I still have a full set. Oh my yeah. god! Oh wow! Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I think the whole losing teeth thing—that's about to be. It's like um, self-consciousness and appearance and stuff. So mm. um, that would make sense. Mm. Yeah. Lily, you're just fine. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Nigel's just built different. <laughs> you, you love you love yourself too much, but yeah. in a good way. Not in a good Shark teeth, horse coat, all of these special animal abilities. You're <laughs> <laughs> all topped off with a cheesy chocolate waffle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think that's. Oh, we've got time for, but thank you so much for bringing yeah. us your dreams. It's been oh, absolutely oh, yeah. Yeah. a wild ride. <laughs> so many. <laughs> thank you for so having good. us. Love I know. It. Thank you for letting us share our absolute nonsense because at this point, the, our other cast members are just sick of hearing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love it. Thank you so much. We do. Absolutely. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my personals at rye.mcmanus or I do run the cast party socials at cast party D&D. Uh, and also check out the show if you like some some actual play D&D content. Hell yeah. Uh, I ditto everything that he just said. That like all the Casperty <laughs> stuff, exactly the same for me. If you want to follow me directly, Nigel sucks LMAO at uh, pretty much everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kirsty, as always, for yes, a lovely thank chat. you, Bryony. And um, until next time, everyone, bye-bye yeah. for now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.